Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I'm going to talk about why you don't want your wife to lie about wanting sex. And before you say, of course, I don't want my wife to lie, I'll describe how guys actually do. Some of them want this. They just don't know that that's what they want. Before that, though, please do subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was something or other. Uh, Let's see what it was. It was people used to prioritize marriage more is entirely inaccurate. Nobody could prioritize marriage more than most of the people that I witnessed today, and there are plenty of books about that, and I discuss all of those, um, at least one of those, in, in that podcast. Okay, so moving forward, there's a lot of guys who are like, why can't she just, you know, like, act like she likes it? And listen, man, yeah, like, she shouldn't lay there like a dead fish. I say that, too. Don't lie there like a starfish. Try to get in the mood. But globally, globally, it's like when the woman says something like, man, I really don't like sex as much as I used to, they're like, like what the internet calls butt hurt, <laughs> which seems to just mean when a guy is very sulky and uh, acts super like immature about having his feelings hurt. So, I mean, I don't really like the term, but it's what came to mind in that moment. Um, if, if you act extremely sulky and difficult about your wife mentioning her changes like growing up, getting older, her hormones are changing, she just doesn't value sex the way that she used to. If you want her to lie about that, then she feels that you're another child that she has to handle. And she feels that she cannot be honest with you about her real life and her real thoughts. And I'm not saying that she should say, and that's why I never want to have sex again. I'm saying it more like, more like if you were to say to her, you know, she wants you to go take a walk every evening and you said something like, man, you know, my back hurts a lot. I'm not as young as I used to be. You know, at some point here, we're going to have to make these walks like two miles, not like three miles and maybe even one mile. And I'll go for as long as I can. I promise you that. I know that you like these things. And um, but I'll tell you, man, I feel pretty old lately. Right. Don't you want to be able to say shit like that to your wife? I mean, obviously, like you're a human being, you know? I mean, you would want to share how you view yourself, your changing feelings, your body, the world, your your changed perspective on your capabilities, your limitations. I mean, it's it's infinite. You should be able to say things that you think about your own self to your spouse. But yet, when some women in my office say, I don't value sex the way that I used to, I'm getting older, uh, my hormones are decreasing. I don't really have any issue that I want to take hormones for. I've changed kind of who I am, really. I still want to have sex sometimes. I still enjoy it sometimes, you know. And uh, I can get in the mood sometimes. I can try. I understand it's important to you. But I, myself, do not prioritize it the same way as I used to. Many women say this, for example, after menopause. And some women start to say it with perimenopause. 
If somebody is telling you a real world change due to age and stage, it would be it would be like like a child saying to you, "You know, mom, I don't really know about going to Disney this year because it's beach week, you know, for me, I'm a senior now in high school and I've been going to Disney for a while and I'll tell you, you know, it's really great of you to take us and I've though been enjoying it less and less and this year before I go off to college, I think I'd rather do beach week, which is scheduled at the same time. You're not going to be like, fuck you, you know, you're not going to be like, you asshole. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I I know, I know. I've noticed that you guys don't like Disney the same way. Yes, I didn't realize it was at the same time as Beach Week. I'm sorry. It is sad for me, but it is happy for you. And I do, I do hope you have a good time at Beach Week, right? I mean, you're going to say some shit like that, right? And hopefully you're going to mean it. And even if you cry, like about like little pictures of them with Mickey Mouse ears to yourself, you know, you're not going to be like, you can't go to Beach Week and you're an asshole for telling me about Beach Week, right? So like, it's the same thing. And it goes along with my post, why are your kids allowed to grow up but not your wife? So a lot of guys totally understand when their child has a change of stage and when their child wants to go out and do more independent things. And in fact, they get very upset when their wife doesn't want their child to grow up. But then when their child, when their wife rather says totally age appropriate things like I do not value sex as much as I used to when I was fertile, no shit Sherlock, right? And not for nothing, the woman doesn't usually include this, but when you were young and harder and more easily excited and, you know, more young and virile and handsome, you know, like she, she misses that part too. She's not usually going to say it, but that goes along with it. And no matter how much testosterone you snort, you know, I mean, you are not going to be 35 when you're 55. And no matter if you're in the best shape of your life or whatever, you know what I think of that quote. Go back to all my aging, uh, my podcast on aging. But when a woman shares these sorts of completely age-appropriate musings on her own mortality and, and change of stage and what she just values, then some guys, not all guys, some guys are really awesome and m- mature and can come back with, you know what, you know, I'm at a different stage too. Like I remember like one, you know, couple I worked with, like I said, well, you know, because I always say this to just to help people smooth it out. I say, I, I try to extend how much the guy would want it. Like I say, well, I'm sure he wants it, you know, maybe every day. And if you want it once a week, then what would a compromise be? And you know, because sometimes younger guys and less secure guys especially will not tell the woman how often they want it, right? They won't say that because they're scared she'll think they're like a sex maniac, right? So I try to help them out a little and just say that that is though it's normal, which it is normal, you know, for a young guy to want sex every day, right? But this guy was older and he's like, you know what, though? I really don't. You know, I would really want it like twice a week. You know, that is truly what I would like. And so if you're partnered with such a person... And many guys have said things like that, you know, older guys and more confident guys. That's that's kind of the commonalities. If you're more confident that as a man, then you don't have to say, oh, yeah, I'm exactly the same as I was when I was 16. I still jerk it like seven times a day. 
like, you know, calm down. So, so the, the point is that some guys are like, yeah, man, me too. I also am changing in these different ways. I don't think about sex as much as I used to. I remember when I was 25, it was quite a bit different than now, you know, and, and also last year may have been a little bit different from now. And at some point and 10 years, certainly five years, et cetera, et cetera. So people, men that can join their wife in their wife's, uh, aging and changing, which of course the man is aging and changing. So it's like he's joining her no matter whether he admits it or not. He may not have the the decrease that she has and it may not come as quickly, but he definitely thinks differently about sex now. Those men can be in, in much more loving and real and genuine partnerships where the woman is trying her best to be intimate. Because let's say that you're a guy and you're 65 and you want it let's say once, twice a week, that is much more doable for her than if you're 65 and out of anxiety that it might perhaps mean that you are getting to be old, you say, oh no, I want it every day. I'll tell you, every guy I ever work with that's like, let's say over 50 and stops with porn no longer wants it every day because you can go back to my articles on porn, but porn artificially keeps your sex drive super, super high. It fluffs you and it primes you mentally to see sex everywhere. And also, of course, you're able to finish all the time with with porn because you just keep on looking and looking for that money shot. Whereas if you were not using porn, you really wouldn't necessarily be able to masturbate the same way at that age. So my, my point is that when women share... As long as they're not saying, I'm basically, fuck you, man. I, I don't want to ever touch you again. Or maybe they could say that without the fuck you part. They could say, listen, I am totally beyond sex, but I want to stay married. Let's think of some sort of arrangement, you know, that we could come up with for that, right? And so there are many sorts of arrangements. Some people have an open marriage. Some people have don't ask, don't tell. Some people, the guy goes and gets a happy ending massage every so often, and some people just divorce, you know? I mean, there's a lot of ways to skin the cat. But the the point is here that as long as your wife is not saying basically, screw you, you're on your own, I'm, I'm changed, that was then, this is now, if she's trying to share with you openly changed values and priorities, then you too can have an open discussion with her about your, maybe maybe if it's a bridge too far to say that your sex drive is down, at 55 or 60, which it shouldn't be a bridge too far to say that versus 35 or 40, then you can maybe talk about it in other areas. That's the same as I am with working out. I remember I used to be able to run three miles in 15 minutes, and that has not been the case for a long time. And you know what? Sometimes I think, why am I even running right now? You know, I mean, why don't I just go enjoy something else? And whatever, whatever. And so that must be how you feel about sex. Or I used to value work a lot. I remember I would have all these all-nighters, and I was so interested in closing the deal. I haven't felt like that in a while, to be honest, you know, so maybe that's the maturing that you're talking about and the evolution that you're talking about in the sexual domain. Maybe I'm feeling it in the domain of work. Now, a man who could say anything like this is going to have a closer and more connected relationship and ironically more sex than a guy who insists that he has not changed. That is the number one pet peeve of any sort of, uh, deeper thinking partner, partners who like to introspect, is when the other partner insists that they have never changed, never will change. Because it's so obscene. 
what are you, a couch? You know, like, what are you, not going to change your couch? Even a couch changes. You know, a couch changes unless it's a couch in a museum where the air has been sucked out of the exhibit and the couch will truly never change. You know, unless you are literally a piece of fucking furniture, then you change. Of course you change. You grow, you evolve, your priorities shift, your value shift. This is positive. This is life. This is the cycle of life. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is, this is like, I mean, sunrise, sunset. Like, we're all not going to live forever. None of us are going to live forever. So join your wife when she muses on her changed feelings about things instead of taking it so personally and thinking, uh, oh my God, you know, now I'm not going to have the sex life I want. You, you're you already not having the sex life that you want, I'm sure, if she's making these sorts of, of uh, comments. You still have this fantasy that somehow she's going to act like she used to years and years ago. Or some men have the fantasy that she will turn into a particularly, entirely rather different human. And neither of those is very productive. Meeting your partner where they're currently at and listening to them with strength and uh, open-mindedness, you know, is, is truly the way to have a real intimate relationship. Because the guys who could say that, for example... Then they could open themselves up to a different conversation, right? So the conversation could be like, oh, I'm hearing you're not too into it anymore, you know, and uh, I still am, of course, not like how I used to be either. But is there anything different that we could do? Is there, is there anything kind of that that has changed now that would make things easier or better or anything? And then sometimes a woman will be like, well, yeah, I mean, for example, I can't do intercourse anymore, you know, because my vagina hurts, vaginal atrophy after menopause, right? Or, you know, um, I, I it hurts me to do certain things because of my hips or because of my back or whatever. But, and you know, if, if I didn't think you were going to push for those things, then I might be up for other things more frequently, like, you know, mutual masturbation or something like that. Or uh, just, you know and anything literally anything else in the whole world oral sex or or this or that there are women that just shut down sex altogether after a certain point because whenever they broach taking certain things off the table the guy is so insulted and offended and hurt that she just closes down the whole operation because things just seem so unpalatable with the complete, you know, abs- the, the change, the absence of sex hormones. I make multiple analogies for how a guy can understand this. A big one is eating when you're not hungry. That can seem very disgusting and impossible. And another one is having sex against your sexual orientation. You know, so I've talked about this in my asexual podcast, I think, but when a, when a woman feels like absolutely no sex hormones, it's like almost like be feeling asexual for many women. In fact, they use that word colloquially, not to mean an orientation, but just like at this point in my life, I'm pretty asexual. And it's like a descriptor. And so imagine if you were a heterosexual man trying to have sex uh, with a, a man, with another man, it would probably you wouldn't be so into it, you know, and not a bisexual, then you would be into it. But if you were just a straight guy trying to have sex with a guy, usually, men understand this analogy, you wouldn't like it that much. And it doesn't matter how high libido you are, you still wouldn't like it that much. And so if somebody feels completely asexual, then that's how they feel having sex. I'm not saying all postmenopausal women feel asexual at all. What I am saying is that they feel less sexual. <laughs> so that, and, and no, not all of them, but most of the monogamous older women in postmenopause feel pretty much like something has very much changed.
you know, and so when you refuse to acknowledge that that thing has changed, she usually shuts down altogether because she feels like you can't understand, you can't empathize, you're not really even trying, you're insisting that you're the same man that you were 50 years ago, it starts to strike her as absurd, or 40 years ago, or 30 years ago, or even 10 years ago, or even last week, because nobody is the same human being from one moment to another, we're all constantly changing, growing, and aging. So anyway, this would be a good one to reflect on, you know, and if one assignment that you can do is open up a conversation, has anything about my interactional style stopped you from being open with me about your changing feelings about sex? Believe me, it's not going to give her any feelings she didn't have before. And uh, it, women would consider that very different and very um, interesting and even admirable, honestly, if the guy who always acted so insecure about sex that she always has to handle and she always has to act like everything is great, even when it's not, remember, then she doesn't do it. Remember, if she always has to act like everything's great, then if she doesn't know 100% that it's going to be a great encounter where she could at least feign a modicum of enthusiasm, then she'll cut you off entirely because you don't seem to be strong enough to handle it if, like, she were to try to interact at the beginning and get to responsive desire, but she didn't. Because remember, responsive desire doesn't always kick in. Go back to my responsive desire podcast, but that doesn't always kick in. So if you're the kind of guy where you're going to be extraordinarily hurt and offended if she tries to get in the mood and you are making out and then she just can't go on with it because she doesn't get in the mood and she feels very, very not into it, then she will just limit the number of encounters you can ever have because she 100% knows that she has to be 100% into it. So instead of trying like three times a week, she'll only try like once every other week when she knows that maybe she could do it 100%. So that's just a real pragmatic way that being an insecure guy that cannot tolerate uh, a woman's changing levels of desire, even within an encounter, can come back and bite you in the ass. But anyway, if you were to start this more open-minded discussion, she would be like, wow, he's actually secure enough, he's actually mature enough for me to talk to him him openly about my feelings and uh, instead of me having to handle him like he's a child and that is always good for the marriage because that's the number one thing that women kind of hate having to do within a relationship is feel like the man has to be treated like another kid and you could understand that right I mean that doesn't sound very attractive when it's put like that all right well thanks guys for listening and I hope that you enjoyed this and I'll talk to y'all soon bye-bye